This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast with Eric. Eric, I have, I have one statement for you. Yeah. Fuck Easter. Oh, gee. <laughs> that's pretty coming in pretty hard there, Todd. Uh, it, we're coming in hot, and that you know what? That's fine. But you know, it, yeah. it's it it needed to be said, and I just yeah, figured, you know, let's rip off the band aid and get it said. Yeah. Fuck Easter. No, I'm not a fan <laughs> of Easter in many many occasions. We've talked, you know, offline of of several situations where we, you know do we do an episode of easter and i just it just always turns into a tangent where i am just complaining um about everything about easter and the oh, very yeah. little joy in the world for easter is no. as much as people like seem to enjoy easter and you would think it'd be joyous you know it's spring everything's coming back to life and cute little bunnies and chicks and duckies and whatever you see it and you see pastel and and, and everything just just goes red <laughs> That well, that's me. I mean, so let me ask. So that's that's been my notion is I don't know what is has caused this over the years or what trigger points, but the pastel colors that go along with Easter or just pastel colors in general that I automatically associate with Easter trigger like feelings of like, oh, you know, inside. And I don't know if it's because it's like you have to dress up, you have to wake up early, you have like on Easter day, you have to go to church, which is like not my thing, uh, right. especially as a child did not like dressing up, did not. The services seemed longer. There was more people. You'd have to talk to more people like as an antisocial and individual that's not fun um you knew that there would be chocolate and stuff at home but you had to go through like two and a half hours of a church service and dressing up and all this before you can get to that like it's just like a a world of torture uh easter sunday morning and naturally that has triggered me to dislike this entire holiday and then creating a dislike towards the color colors or just really the is it the color scale at the tint the tint of of colors <laughs> the whole concept of pastels just throws you right the hell off it does yeah i mean and you're aware of that oh yeah that's why about i said it many that's, times that's why i figured i could just lead off with fuck easter and you'd be able to just take the reins from there and roll with it because that we we've had these conversations and you're yeah. right i think i think my I don't think I hate Easter necessarily as much as you do, but it's not my favorite. And a lot of the reasons are the exact same things you cited, I guess with the possible exception of maybe this tapered off by the time you were, you were coming up. Cause there is the 10 year difference, but for me, it was like waking up early. It really wasn't that much earlier. Cause we would wake up stupid early to go to church. Cause like we lived out in the sticks Mm-hmm. And it was like a I don't know, 40 minute drive to get to church anyway. And of course we had to be there for the extra early Sunday school nonsense. So it was getting up early, but not that much earlier. It was the here, put on these uncomfortable clothes. Oh God. Which I hated. It was the, okay, we're now going to go to, you know, extra church. And you're right. Easter is one of those holidays where all the people who don't normally go to church, 
go to church so that they can pretend that they're getting into heaven. <laughs> so you got all those extra people to contend with. Um, oh, no. Well, we triggered for... lots of people on this episode. <laughs> Be aware. Well, and... Spoiler alert. Don't listen if you're a Christian. <laughs> well, that's the thing, Eric. Like, most of my dislike is not really anti-Christ, per se. I mean, it's fairly well known at this point that, yes, I am an atheist. And there have been points where I have been somewhat anti-Christian due to... yeah. A variety of things we won't get into in this particular episode, but it's it's more the trappings around it. And it was once you're once, you know, OK, you woke up at seven something in the morning and you've been at church from like nine to noon. That's done. We would then proceed to go up to grandma and grandpa oh, Percy's, don't even, which, yeah. which I love them. Oh, you know, it wasn't anything against them, but it was OK. We're going to go hang out with relatives. And in my situation, like I had a couple of cousins that were about my age, but they were yeah. both girls. And yeah. at the age where it, like, it's like, you know, yeah, that cousin Amy's the awesome nowadays as a youth, eh, whatever. She's a girl. I don't yeah, know any, like, you know yeah, what I mean? That's it. Um, the, the wonderful girl boy divide. I get it. Right. And, and meanwhile, because you do get up first thing, at least our mm-hmm. tradition was you get up and Easter baskets were hidden. Like, I know some people, like, hide eggs and do different things. Like, in Florida, the family there, like, it wasn't so much just candy and baskets. Like, they would get presents. Like, there would be Easter presents. And they would get hidden. And there would be jelly bean trails that led to them. Like, it was a whole production then. But, like, growing Listen, up, it was just. Fucking production here, here too. Here's here's the baskets. You find them, and you look, and that's that's all this glorious candy, which, of course, you're not allowed to have any because it's 7 o'clock in the morning, and you're about to go to church, and the last thing they want is for you to be wired for sound (laughs) all hopped up on sugar. So the whole time you're at grandma's, all you can envision is this giant bucket of candy waiting for you at home that you can't get to. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's just frustrating. So it's tor- it's torment and in many different ways. So you yeah. like right off the get go, when you start talking about um, dressing up for church, it just I don't recall what it was. But as a kid, like the khaki pants or whatever they're you know, the thing is, you don't wear them enough. No. So it's not like so it's not like they're form fitting, because if you wear them once or twice a year, you're growing, you, you know, right, so right. you are now fitting into a pair of pants that is a little too tight and snug. Oh, yeah. And not comfortable in the first place. It's not like it's a mesh. And I mean, right. I guess, you know, we were probably used to sweatpants and stuff because I don't remember wearing a lot of jeans as a kid, you know, and it took me oh, a while. I lived but, in jeans, but yeah, that's still different than like that. I had a suit. It was the only suit that I had as, you know, a six year old or whatever. And blessedly it was a clip on tie because if i had to actually tie a thing around my neck i just i don't think i'd be here today i think i would have like imploded or something this is terrible it's uncomfortable it's not great yeah fuck easter yeah no yeah fuck easter indeed man and and the whole i do i do remember going to grandma's house i always forgot about that but i do remember their their kitchen smelling great like i do remember the the ham aroma which is oh yeah uh, I mean, out of 20 negatives, the one positive that I, I recall, <laughs> ham. you know, the ham smell, the, not oh, even yeah. the food, just the, the smell <laughs> of ham and uh, like the, the cloves or whatever you put on that, uh, yeah. that I was always a big fan of that. And the overall um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't remember if we would go home first and do, do Easter baskets. I felt like we got to go home first and do Easter baskets and then would travel to the grandparents. Yeah, see, at the point you're talking about is when we lived in town and we were like uh, walking distance from the church. Like the times yeah. I'm talking about, we lived out like out in the sticks and we actually woke up, did baskets before we went off to church. Okay, yeah. That's a different world we live in. Well, and that's and that's why and that's why we went straight from church to grandma's because it was actually closer to do that. Like there would have been no, oh, we're going to go home and then go to grandma's because that would have just been a ridiculous amount of unnecessary driving. Correct. Correct. No, I get you. Well, Todd, Todd, I think the thing is here We're, you know, I could probably go on and on about why I do not like Easter in many aspects. you know, but I, I think one of the, the things we spitballed was like, if there was a Grinch or an Ebenezer Scrooge of Easter, who would that be? And what would that be? And I think this is a great, great opportunity for us to brainstorm and, and talk about that and see if we can't create the, the new, the new Easter story, the anti-Easter story. And of course we don't have to redeem them. That's for someone else's, you know, we just have to create the character and then they, somebody else can write the book where he actually loves Easter at the end. It it didn't it didn't occur to me until just now when you were pitching the okay we like we've discussed yeah we need a we need an Easter Grinch, and I just could, I was coming up blank for ideas, but yeah. just now as you were describing it, I have the perfect answer. Okay. I, I I know I know this again. I don't know what the redemption arc here is. No, we don't need I, to create that. I know, we're I know creating the character. Here's here's the thing, Eric. You got mm-hmm. Easter right? It's all yeah. about bunnies. Okay, yeah, that's, that's and all that. Thinking, yeah. You know, you know, you know who our antagonist is. It's Elmer Fudd. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you think Elmer Fudd is the. He, he's all the time trying to take out a, a very particular rabbit and a very particular duck. I'm just saying. Uh, well, you know, it makes that sense. Could be, if you think that about could it, be his bat. Well, let's think about Elmer Fudd. All right. What do we know? Why? I mean, granted, he's just a hunter, right? Right. Well, we don't know anything else about his family, his backstory. You know, I, should, I'm sure there's should some we make that up now? There. Is that what we should do, Eric? Well, I believe we're we are contractually we're we're obligated, <laughs> yes. contractually obligated now by the Acme Corporation to come up with the Elmer Fudd backstory. That's right. Which, which also makes us a a, a Looney Tunes uh, podcast. That's right. <laughs> considering we're last week was Roadrunner, cross, <laughs> crossing the streams. That's right. That's how um, we're doing it. All right. So, do we know the do we know anything about Elmer Fudd in terms of his, his parents? Is he is he married? Does he have children? Here's 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 the direction I'm going with why he hates Easter, right? Um, it's it's he he shares this with me in that we're gonna say he was born on Easter. Ah, oh, that's correct. And so, you know, much like the folks who who you know have a birthday on or around Christmas, and so you don't really get a good birthday. Because it, it gets mashed in with Christmas and you end up with mm-hmm. the combo thing and everybody else gets their own special day and you got to share with, you know, Jesus or whatever. Um, yeah. I feel like I feel like that raised some early animosity from from a young FUD. Um, well, let, let, that, me, that, let me ask that, you that this. got the ball rolling. What what would be more traumatic? Would it be when you're born on Easter? You really don't care. You really don't know. That's oh, no. more inconvenient for the family. I'm wondering if there was it was more so that there was a pivotal. The thing about Easter that I really hate is that it's on it's not the same day. It's always a Sunday at some point oh, yeah. in time and you never yeah, know when it is. The rotating that, schedule. Yeah. I can tolerate 
Thanksgiving doing that because it's always in November. But it's Easter's always the, thir- the fourth Thursday or whatever. Yeah, there's a consistency to that. You can but understand the Easter? rule. Is it April? It's, is it March? I don't know. Like it I has think something to do with with I don't know Passover or Lent or something. Like I honestly don't know what triggers all of the the Easter sequence of things because like like Good Friday is the Friday before Easter. Okay. Um, you know, Palm Sunday is the Sunday before Easter. Okay. Well, what determines Easter? I don't know. And I'm sure it's like a quick two second Google search away that I just can't be bothered to deal with this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's weird. You can't keep track of that nonsense. All right. So this, hear me out on this one. Instead of him being born on Easter, because I mean, you, okay. you, you, I'm thinking that there is a, like, when is in a child's life, like their pivotal first big birthday party, right? I'm thinking it's like five or six, right? Where they actually have strong memories. They really want to do something. Yeah. Right? So I'm thinking, that. I'm thinking, right, that Elmer Fudd has been looking forward to his first big party. And his parents have been saying it for years. You know, right. every single year it's like, hey, we'll have we'll have your first big classroom party. We'll we'll make it real big when you turn, let's say, six. So he's right. going into kindergarten. He has kids in his class, all this stuff like that. When you turn six, we're going to have your big party. And they, he'd been saying it ever since he's been turned three, four, five, and now it's coming on six. And just so happens. And they book the room. They do all this stuff. They get it all set up. They invite everybody out there. Um, what this party is, I'm not sure. Let's just say it's a giant. It's it's the biggest bash of all time because the FUDs are all about it. And they're going to treat their little Elmer to the best party of all time. And okay. no one calibrate. And he wanted to do it exactly on his birthday. And they said, sure, why not? Blah, blah, blah. And they planned it a year in advance without looking really at the calendar, at the fine print right. that says Easter Sunday. So he's yeah. got all this going on. And they send it out to everybody. And they're all prepped up. And there's little Elmer sitting at, you know, at his table party, parents in the corner, and no one shows. And it is his birthday all alone. And the reason no one showed, because of Easter. Now, I think. That is enough to make a man hate Easter for the rest of his life. More oh, so yeah. than just being born on the holiday. Now, now I, I, I like that. That's better. Because you're right. Like, he's sitting at the party. And, you know, there are probably, you know, all sorts of various bunny and ducky motifs oh, throughout. Yes. You know, oh, on the yes. way there, on the way back, whatever. And so he, he develops this, you know, unnatural hatred for, for ducks and, and, and bunny rabbits. And, you know, that's what puts him on the path of the hunter. Correct. Correct. And then that is basically where at this point in time, you know, throughout his life, you know, or he 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 hates the entire you know month of March and April. So, I mean, you're bitter for two months almost just because, you know, (laughs) well, and, you know, because he's so messed up about it, he just can't even keep keep it straight. Like mm-hmm. what the t- like he's like basically from February to May he's just mm-hmm. in rage mode and he just sure. doesn't even know what day it is and that's why he's always confused whether it's rabbit season or duck season. Correct. Okay? It no, all no, it all I, makes sense. It, you know, and well, it's all becoming everything to him. He's now it's it's yeah. always he wants to hunt them all and and then slowly but surely he's having a hard time sleeping. You know, he's, he's, it's just, he has tremors of the, of that day, the pivotal day oh, yeah. that he's been looking forward to and no one showing up. And just more importantly, you know, like he sees all his friends and stuff on the drive home. Like you said, they're all at church. They're all outside congregating. They're all, you know, uh, 
hunting, you know, having Easter baskets and in, in a field looking for eggs and everything like that. So, so these are just the memories that he's always awoke to, uh, you know, as he sleeps and in the montage, of course, as he gets older and older and then to the point where he's just not able to completely function. And this has caused, it, it even causes a speech impediment, um, yeah. from his inability to actually get proper sleep and his brain is not functioning correctly now. So yeah. now we have, we have Elmer Fudd that has completely gone his, you know, which was a normal, normal happy boy. Oh yeah, the the moment it could have been so six. much different for him. Yeah, you know, and yeah, and <laughs> so at that point in time, he now he becomes you know, hunter, and he tries to uh, take down all the ducks, all the the rabbits, and he is very successful. And I'm sure, prior to joining the Looney Tune family, and then he finds his <laughs> his match in Bugs Bunny and Daffy yep. Duck. That's right. They're they're a tricky pair to beat, I must say. Yeah, because you got to think he's been a successful hunter up to that point, right? Well, like he didn't just first time, he didn't right? just go buy the outfit and the shotgun and go out and he's. I mean, I guess if that is the case, that would explain why he's so extra cranky, and I guess that would just feed the machine. He's like, I hate these. I hate this rabbit. I'm gonna go kill this rabbit and put an end to this, and he can't. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe, maybe Elmer Fudd is living his own personal purgatory <laughs> where he's just constantly on the hunt for this accursed rabbit that he can never quite capture. And it's, it's, it's God getting back at him for defiling the, the, the glories of Easter. Maybe that's yeah. what we have to look forward to, Eric. When we, when oh, we no. pass on, you're going to be just trapped in a, in a multicolored maze of pastels that you have to navigate for all eternity. Now that is um that is that is a hell, Todd. That is a personal <laughs> hell. And I, I I might repent right now just in the case that that is going to happen. Uh, I don't think I can handle such things. No, no, no. I think I think the, the Elmer Fudd is the new uh, anti. He's the Grinch that we just didn't know. Now I'm kind of like wanting a like a live action movie, <laughs> like a thriller <laughs> of like a, an Elmer Fudd. Going through all this and essentially, you know, it, it's just one of those slow, like it's one of those movies where you don't necessarily you don't need a lot of action, but you're just seeing this man completely get tear, torn apart. It's, and then, it's, well, it's it's kind of like the Joker. Like you normally yeah. see him in comics and cartoons and he's, he's kind of funny and wacky and he's one thing. And then you watch, you know, the Joker movie and it's it's not a whole lot of action, but it's it, it will mess you up <laughs> and you're like, oh. This guy does have problems. That's what we need. FUD yeah. coming to theaters. To <laughs> That's it. And you release it on Easter. You know, you release it on Easter. Oh yeah. Uh, and and which is also which also would be his birthday in our real life. We'll say it's oh, yeah. it's you know many years down the line, whatever the corresponding sixth birthday and whatever you know. I'm sure oh, yeah. it all wraps back around. How often oh, do you yeah. have Easter on your actual birthday? <sighs> Well, and that's the thing with Easter being a floating situation. It's not, it's not a regular cadence. Um, I feel like, and I feel like we've looked this up before. I I know I've had my birthday on Easter at least twice. I remember, I remember at one point growing up and I, again, I'd have to Google to find this shenanigans Mm -hmm. out, but I feel like it was around like six, age six or seven. It was somewhere around there. I did have Easter on the birthday or birthday on the Easter, and that was no fun. Um, there was another time, but I think at the t- when that happened, I was in the Navy and deployed, 
and didn't give a shit anyway. <laughs> like no one was going to be around for my birthday. No mm-hmm. one was going to be celebrate. Like it just, it didn't even register. Um, I don't know when it's happening again, but. Well, I just typed in how often will your birthday be on Easter? And it says March 22nd to April 25th, which gives it a 33 day span. So any give if you're born during that, you will have a 3.03% chance of having an Easter birthday. Uh, but that is just like one that's like one time having Easter to be on born birthday. on Easter, not yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, so your birthday, your birthday is only gonna be on a Sunday once every um once every seven years. Right. Roughly. Roughly. It depends if you're uh before born before or after February. <laughs> the leap the leap the leap day will screw you up sometimes from the easy okay. seven day rotation. All right. Okay. Yeah, I get you. God damn it. Um, these are the math problems that <laughs> that we need in the books. That's right. Um, so so if it's a three point zero three percent chance of having your birthday on Easter uh, multiple times. Yeah, I mean, it's even lower. It's got to be pretty darn low, yeah. you know, yeah. which maybe three times like said, in a lifetime. I'm, I'm about to turn forty eight and it's in, you know, if you don't count the actual day that I was born, it's happened twice. Yeah, so, I think you might get one more out of your life. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, which mean, will have a giant party. Oh yeah. For Easter, it'll be, not for you, of course. It'll be it'll be a themed <laughs> costume party where we'll all show up like Looney Tunes. That's it. I <laughs> don't put that out in the atmosphere because now you, you will get that. Oh, or, yeah, you know, yeah. you're I'm, you have I'm a that will do that shit. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah. and at that point I've either got the option of okay, Todd, you're you're gonna have to shave so that you can assume the Elmer Fudd role. Or I just lean into the facial hair and grow out the mustache and be, um, shoot, what's the cowboy? Some, uh, oh, Yosemite Sam. Sam. Yeah. Yeah. You could listen. You could be I, Yosemite I could Sam. I, I, from what I, I mean, understand, I swear enough for that to count. You're not short enough. So you just have to walk <laughs> around on your knees. Um, <laughs> uh, so from what I understand, and this correct me if I'm wrong, it's either you or I, but mom would call one of us Elmer Fudd because our picture uh, our baby picture looked like Elmer Fudd. Do you oh, recall? That was, you. Our... That, was that was that was a hundred percent you. So there you go. So the thing is, Todd, you could be Yosemite Sam. I need to be the Elmer Fudd, <laughs> to be quite honest. I'm more of the anti right. Easter. Although you were born, so it's it might be just a combination of the two of yeah. us. Uh, you know, you're the Easter holiday birthday. I don't know. Either way, we've we've created the villain in the story, and once again, we've had two episodes talking about Looney Tunes. What will happen next week, guys? Will we talk about Looney Tunes, <laughs> or will <laughs> no we one. talk about the Muppets? <laughs> That's right. That's right. We've got more Muppets coming. Oh, uh, we, we we're just gonna catch all the children's programming. Listen, we need to have a nice intro where we because our lovely sister, Crystal, also called to talk talk about. And she's like, you didn't talk about this, this and this. And I said, we didn't even do the episode yet. We didn't do the Muppets yet. (laughs) Muppets are coming up. That was just Sesame Street. Yes, it was weird that two grown adults in their 40s talked about Sesame Street for 40 minutes. Yes, we understand that. But (laughs) we have more Muppets to talk about. I don't think that could be any weirder than a single grown-ass man speaking for 20-plus minutes on American Girl Dolls. Yes, no, that you, you still have the feat of being that being the craziest episode that I've ever yeah. um, 
partaked in. So all's all's good, Todd. But I think we've accomplished it. It was actually a lot easier than than anticipated. It was more about building backstory now as opposed to creating yeah. a character from scratch. So good job on yes. the Elmer Fudd. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait for this movie to come out. It will terrify everyone. Indeed, as it should. Well, thank you, Eric. Thank you, listeners. And uh, until next time, fuck Easter. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you'll find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Toddcast.